about to get out of the gym, I'm like, bounce, bounce, uh, uh, had to get out of the gym, I'm like, Hey everyone, you are listening to Vocalo Radio in Chicago. I'm Jesse Menendez, my in-studio guest, Chicago-based hip-hop artist, Mr. Femdot. How are you, sir? Hey, I'm good. Since you've been back in Chicago, you've been making some noise with your previous releases, obviously signing to closed sessions. Mm-hmm. When you move from one project to the next, knowing that folks liked what you had put out in the past, how much of you wants to give them a bit of that but how much of you wants to evolve and experiment, try something completely new? I lean mostly, honestly, towards like trying to evolve because I feel like what my sound revolves around is my experiences and my voice, really. And like how I rap doesn't really change. I mean, like I try new flows, I try whatever, but in terms of content, in terms of like how I deliver certain things or like what I'm really doing, that doesn't really change. So I can, you know, kind of try as much sonically to evolve or things of that sort because I understand that as long as I continue telling like my story authentically, then like what they liked about whatever, like wouldn't really change that much, you know? It's still you. Right. What is it that changes? What is it that evolves? Is it what you surround yourself with? Is it the instrumentals that you frame your story with? Yeah, I mean, I just, especially with this project, I'm just able to grow more as an, an artist in terms of, like, musicality, like, um, more like live instrumentation. I experiment more with different 808s and things of that sort. Like, if I like something, I like something, you know? And uh, typically, like, I plan out projects that are way bigger than uh, what I'm thinking at the time ahead of time so when I get there I know I have more resources to do them so like with this project too it was like this is like like four years in the making but I knew four years ago I didn't have the resources nor did I have like the writing ability or the 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 air sonically to create what I had in my head so I had to wait and get to that point and I just spoke in my graduation Still debating on new occupation Either cures or get to fall in the entertainment Stay, stay, stay I'ma take it Thought I was going I really didn't make it I would take it too long Guess I'm been stating Nice is with the pen My been stated Maybe the East Coast Could just keep me moving Just drop Delacram I should be pursuing Maybe Papa State College So let's back up a little bit for, mm-hmm. the, for those folks listening Who might be unfamiliar With Femdot Yeah Tell me about growing up the West End of Evanston. Yeah, so I was born on the West End um, of Evanston, which was great, which is wonderful. Uh, it's it's pretty much all like black people in that set between the West End and the South End. It's like all where all the black people are, so it was cool. It was home, uh, and then we moved from there to um, the South Suburb of Glenwood, um, which was still like pretty much all black people. <laughs> funny enough, um, and then I would always go back to Uptown and like Rogers Park because I have family there, so I, that ended up becoming like a second home for me. So uh, growing up was it was interesting because you, you know like with with the certain pockets of like places that I would call home, I would see so many different types of like walks of life. I would be involved in so many different type of things, um, and then also being like first generation um, Nigerian, like it's a culture clash every time I'm I'm leaving the house and going in. But it was cool, man. Like I wouldn't like all, all these all these areas are very critical in the development of who I am and and my stories and and why I'm able to kind of relate to so many different people. I feel like. I was speaking to somebody of Nigerian descent, Mm. and she was telling me how interesting it is to observe 2018's relationship with 
African, Man. African ancestry. Now everyone's like, yo, I'm, I'm part this, I'm part that. Mm-hmm. Whereas before, some of the images that we were given in mainstream media of Africa had more to do with poverty and mm-hmm. just famine. Yeah. Whereas now there's a sense of pride and joy associated with that ancestry. Yeah. Have you made that? Yeah, it's, a, you it's the, the biggest bittersweet thing on the planet because it's like I used to get made fun of for being African when I was younger. I used to I had to fight people because they would make fun of me for being African when I was younger or whatever. Um, and it wasn't for the fact that 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 culture was like, you know, held to a high regard in my household. And like it wasn't like you can't really lose this. You know, um, I probably wouldn't just from and a lot of people I know wouldn't probably have been so engulfed in the culture as I am now. But it, it's so it's it's really cool that it's like, oh, like, you know, people are because I'm, I'm overall for more Pan-African idea anyway. So it's really cool that people are really trying to get in touch in their roots. But it's just like unpacking that trauma and being able to let go of like the bitterness that that that's there, you know, and that's 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 the reality that a lot of a lot of us have to deal with. Um, so people have every right to be angry or upset or like, oh, well, now y'all want to be whatever. But also like. I feel like once you unpack that and you um you start to kind of realize like the beauty and just people understanding their history, I think uh, even if it's just a trend, the fact that people are just interested in general, it, it does more, way more good than harm. Any light is better than no light. Yeah, exactly. Would you accept all of me? You're not just a part of me. So would you love all of me? You're not just a part of me. Could I trust you with all of me? And not just a part of me uh, If I show you all of me Would you be a part of me? Uh, Cause I deserve happiness And I understand my strength But I'm not above the pressure But I understand my pain So I'm not above the struggle And I'm not above the rain So let's jump into De La Creme 2 the album opens up with Lost, yeah. where you ask, and this is a pretty poignant question because it sounds like you are really trying to get to the bottom of this. Mm. Would you love all of me and not just part of me? You go through these scenarios where you're like, well, what about if I did this or what if I was this? Would you still love me? Yeah. Tell I, me about the origin of this question. It's a movie, uh, The Perks of Being a Wallflower. I seen it randomly. It's a super hot movie. I don't know why I watched it, but I'm so glad I did. And there was a scene in there where uh, the main character's like, if the world knew how crazy I really was, do you think that would they still love me? Or like, would you still be friends with me? And that always, you know, stuck out to me. Um, not even just in terms of the crazy or whatever, but just the idea of like, if the world knew who you were, um, or if someone, or if you, not even the world, if you as a person really embraced who you are to the utmost degree, would you still feel the same way you feel about yourself and in the quest of understanding who you are as a person that's a question you have to ask and that's why like i started with that to open up have you found an answer yeah i would (laughs) i would all right i have i've been able to do that i'm glad because if you don't love yourself what's the point of asking the rest of us to do the same same. exactly yeah six classes from a diploma my homie say you proud of me, let's celebrate So he grabbed him a bottom when he was on His way over, a chain smoker Six squares from carcinoma So he be stressed and I feel him for real He said the streets ain't got me yet And these cigarettes is the last of my worries Boy, I seen children get killed On accident and you know it could've been me for real Plus I can't blow the dope I just got One of the other tracks that I really dig on this album 
particularly for the narrative and the dichotomy that you kind of lay out is Red Marlboros. Mm-hmm. There's a crazy line in here. I'm not saying the whole line, but you say, dying from smoke instead of getting smoked is just fine. And it's crazy because what you're lying out here is, yeah, Chicago's wild. Mm-hmm. There's there's no certainty when you leave the house that you're yeah. coming back home that night. But you're also saying it also has to do with the choices you make, what yeah. you put in your body. Tell me mm-hmm. about this song. Yeah, man. So um, really when... Uh like when I was making this project, there are a lot of items that are attached to every song. And um, like for this one, it was particularly a box of Red Marlboros because it's someone I know who like religiously has a box of Red Marlboros and, and having a conversation. And, and pretty much this song is about a conversation initially talking about the actual Red Marlboros itself and, you know, me and me and like what I'm doing, what I have going on versus what what they have going on the different and, paths you right. talk about yeah like literally that dichotomy you know like we can see how we kind of branch off but we, we start together and um it's it's like the and the reason that line was there was because like i'm we're talking about like the life that you know like, like you know he's trying to get his life straight you know and it's like well i'd rather you know put some in my body that kills me than die from you know what's going on i'd rather try to stay straight and stay focused because I can't really do what else I want to do, you know, or what else I, I'm used to doing, more or less. So if I use this as a way to cope with the stress that I deal with from the life that I live, it's uh, it's it's still more rewarding than me being out here, you know, doing something that could potentially, you know, cause my life. And uh, that idea of, like, technically I'd rather kill myself slowly than to die right away if I feel like that's how I'm going to go, like, it kind of plays with your idea of time and also with your idea of what health is and what, what healthy is, you know. Like, if I'm just smoking cigs to calm down, you know, from stress or whatever, a regular day, that's better than, like, you know, not smoking cigs and doing whatever else I'm doing. And I was yeah. like, that's a really interesting concept. You're arriving at the same po- point in either one of those two situations. Yeah. Slow or fast, how you want it. Yeah. Corporate prison labor pimping. Same Jim Crow living. Black man kill black man, that's not right, but black man paid. White man kill black man, that's not right, but white man paid. Black skin not human, said the teachers tell the students they dreams too far to reach. Black not beauty in the media, said you too dark, girl, you need to bleed. You lazy, that's why you all in the streets. If you work at all, empty bottle for a second i was like oh this is going to be a song about his favorite venue in the city of chicago (laughs) but no i think uh this song is probably the most poignant social commentary that you have on the album in Mm. my opinion yeah empty bottle if you're listening and have never heard the reference when folks around you who you love or just family or friends with pass on Mm. there's the notion of pouring out a little bit right what happens when that bottle is empty it signifies you've lost a lot a lot yeah you also jump into a number of topics here, man, almost at a rapid fire pace. I mean, mm-hmm. you have observations on colorism, you have police brutality, school shootings, but also racial inequity whenever the perpetrators of any one of these things happens to have a little darker pigmentation exactly, than their, yeah. their lighter counterparts. Tell me about this song. I started writing this song at Penn State. So it's funny how relevant it is now because I started writing this song three years ago, three, four years ago. But really what the overall gist of it was I wanted to start playing with this idea of what trauma that that people who look like me face. And I really started looking into, especially like being like on college campuses or being just talking to people who are like of drinking age and even, you know, who were drinking before drinking age. And you're like, yo, why do you drink so much? It even 
as I were recorded, I started thinking more than just like, uh, you know, substance abuse in general. Like, why do we use substances so much? And sometimes just to get away or to forget about, you know, the trauma that we face. And so I'm bringing up a lot of, you know, how I feel about this trauma. So when I'm talking about, you know, pouring out three fifths, obviously it's a play on the, the colorism of three, you know, three fifths like of human. But also like, you know, you have a fifth of Hennessy and if I or a fifth of any bottle. And if I pour all of that out based off people who've lost their lives, you know, that's a lot of liquor, you know, to pour out. That's a lot of. And now all I'm left is with this empty bottle, you know, in my hand of just to, to show, you know, what I've lost technically. Yeah, so when I'm going off on different topics, it's because, like, they all seem kind of separate, but the trauma is, is intertwined, you know? Like, they all seem, they're not all separate issues. They all affect you, you know, the same. So I think, um, you know, just what I wanted to do is really, you know, convey how I feel about things and and how things affect me. Um, can't really speak for anyone else, you know, but how things affect me and how I see things in terms of how society, uh, you know, plays certain situations and convey that into something that I hope people can maybe grasp onto. Yeah. Mission accomplished, my man. man. Thank it's you. out there. Sandra could have been my sister. Heart hurt and need a scripture. That ain't working, still tripping. Rakia could have been my sister. I drown my thoughts in the liquor and pour out some for my sitting. Who would have been right here with us? But they just got trapped in the system of So is it a coincidence that you start with lost and you end with found? Nah, nah. I didn't think a, it was. But tell me about why you wanted these two to kind of meet up at the alpha and the omega of this whole thing. Um, so found sounds a lot more reassuring. It's a lot more like a more like narrative towards what I have going on now currently or just kind of like what I've learned through really through the process of making these songs through the pro through the album and just um, really this idea of like using each song is like the moment that it relates to to save and pack up and um, if I ever feel lost or ever second guessing myself as an artist, I can access that like as a time capsule or whatever. Like I can dig for it and access that. And, um, you know, so what, what it found, it was like the whole time I was looking to looking for a way to to, you know, like validate who I thought I was. And it was inside of me the whole time. So I, it, it was found. It was there. You know, I got these moments reminded me of who I am. Mm. And so now I gave you all of me, you know, like um, not just a part of me or whatever, you know. And and by doing that, I realized who I was the whole time. Because I was, uh, I think, the, like the last line is like, how you lost trying to find yourself knowing you've been here all along and to remind yourself, welcome home. Full yeah. circle. Definitely. And now that you've given your whole self to us, the question is whether or not we will love you. <laughs> right, right. Now, would you love me at all or, or, or not at all? It's a nice bow on this gift of an album, though, yeah. because I think this whole album has a lot of inquiry, a lot of questions and mm -hmm. wondering and observations and uncertainty. And here you are saying, regardless of all the questions that I've been raising, I found these answers. Yeah. And I'm good. Even if I don't have all of them, I'm good to move forward. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's the thing, just to keep moving. I mean, um, no one's perfect, so I'm not saying that I have everything or anything figured out, but at least I, I know who I am during the process. Well, congratulations, my man. Very excited about the thank release of this you. album. Thank appreciate you for making time. You. No, thank you for having me. Super appreciate it. Because I deserve happiness. No. And I understand my strength. No. But I'm not above the pressure. But I understand my pain So I'm not above the struggle And I'm not above the rain And I know I deserve some loving And I 
And I know that the clouds can't stay And I know that the clouds can't stay